30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Come on into my house, everybody. We've thrown the doors wide open a couple hours ago. we got a fresh pot of coffee going. Come on in, sit down. Let's talk a little bit about your house, home, castle, or cabin. It's Rosie on the house. If you've got a question about any project you're trying to tackle around your house, Now's a great opportunity to get on board. We've already got people calling in now, filling up the lines. The number is toll-free. It's one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE-4-U. Give us a ring. Let us know what you're up to, what you're trying to get done, and we'll put our remodeling experience to work for you. Been here remodeling and building in Arizona for 45 years. Let's put a little of that experience to work for you. And I've got a close friend, a Rosie certified remodeler, who drove down from Prescott to join us in studio this morning, Mr. Tom Riley of Renovations. Tom, you've got an interesting story on getting to Arizona. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I left New York, and anybody who has ever lived in a major metropolitan area knows why I left New York, and uh, came just traveled across the country for a while and ended up at a place called Arcosanti. And I spent the next five years there and uh, studying with uh, Solari, working there and working in that. And it was a, actually a wonderful experience. Wouldn't that, have traded would, it for the world. That'd be when? 1978 through 1983. That was the very beginning of Cosanti, wasn't it? No, that was, it actually began in 69 up Did Arcosanti. Did it really? Yeah, okay. Cosanti was a lot before that down here in Scottsdale. Okay. But uh, Arcosanti started like 1969-ish, right around that area. Okay. So, no, I was the second wave. All right, very good. So you come to Arcosanti and uh, work with Mr. Soleri, and you're there 10 years? No, five years. Five years, and then you move over into Prescott and open. Mm -hmm. You're an architect? An architect and a licensed general contractor. Renovations. What's your line? Your dream home is right under your feet. That's a. I wish I'd. I want to steal that line. That's a great. That's all right. I use your line. (laughs) Anything having to do with the house, home, castle, cabin. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, one of the reasons we brought Tom down is we've been on the topic of water all month, and we're actually going to have water treatment specialist in in the ten o'clock hour. And we talk a lot about the Colorado River. You've seen in the press lately a lot of information about are we or aren't we going to go to tier one water conservation and rationing. Uh, So I wanted to bring Tom and talk about that, talk about the remodeling and the trends he's seeing up in Yavapai and Coconino County. And we're here to take your call. And, in fact, we've got Larry calling in from Tucson. Uh, Tom, why don't you say we'll take Larry and then we'll get into Yavapai water. What are you all doing for water up in Yavapai County, all right? You bet. All right, Larry, good morning and welcome to Rosie on the House. Hi, Rosie. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, really well, really well. Good. I have a question about roof coatings. Uh, during one of the storms we had down here last month, I developed a little leak in the roof, and we got that fixed. But uh, my roof is going to need recoating. It's a flat roof, and uh, currently it has the aluminized coating on it. Right. And uh, the uh, the uh, 
contractor said he would recommend putting the aluminized back on because that's what it has. Now, we've lived here for quite a while, and my wife and I are going to probably downsize in about four or five years. So my question is, does it make sense to just go ahead and put the aluminized on, or would it be better to go and put the white coating on and save a little bit in energy? Um, you know, the we, we, we kind of invented that aluminum thinking it was saving energy. And we actually found out that it wasn't. Uh, the white, like you say, does actually reflect a lot more heat than the aluminum coating we put on. But, you know, Larry, you're going to be there another four or five years. I don't know that it's going to make a big difference in return on investment. I mean, you and your wife live in a house that's how big? It's, uh, well, 2,500 square feet in the house, and okay. then we've got a three-car garage and a patio cover okay. that'll, be covered all, that'll be coated also. And y'all are year-round residents in Tucson? Yes, we are. And you keep the thermostat at what temperature in the summer? Generally in the summer, we keep it down around uh, 78 Okay. in the daytime, and we drop it down to 74 at night. Yeah, and, and, and you're pushing uh, high summer bills of about 320 340 bucks. Generally about 260 to 280 Yeah, you're doing great. You know, So the color of the roof isn't going to make any difference on your electric bill at all. You're managing your consumption perfectly. So if you've got a contractor you trust that's been out to the property – looked at it and said, let's just coat it with aluminum like you got. I say go with the recommendation. Okay, yeah, we've had this guy. He coated it uh, 10 years ago, and actually the contractor we use is the guy that put the roof on the house back in 96. So we we trust him. He's, he's, he does a good job. Yeah, I, I, I'd go with his recommendation. Larry, we appreciate the call. But don't hang up. We want to know who that roofer is. That's right, yeah, who who's been around that long that you've been able to trust. So. That's that, a, I was going to say, I, I don't envy those types of situations. I've always looked for, you know, if you're going to do something, you do it right, you you get it done, and it's long term. And But if you're only going to be there a few more years, well, yeah, but don't leave a dump for the next person to inherit a money pit. Yeah. But sometimes you just can't af- afford to it's, – it's, well, it can be a hard situation. And coded right, that could get him another 10 or 15 years easily. I mean, Tucson mm. is the roof coating capital of the universe. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, there are, there are what, I think two roof coating manufacturers there? I mean, At I, least. I, I, you know, uh, it, it, they, they will coat a roof and get another 10 or 15 years out of it when anywhere else it would just come off. <laughs> and they put a new roof on. So you've, you've got the guy for the job, Larry. He's did the roof originally. You trusted him. He's been there, recommended, refinished it 10 years ago. Just go with it. There you go. All right, we're here in studio with Mr. Tom Riley from Renovations, the Rosie Certified Remodeling Contractor up in Prescott. We were talking a little bit about how Tom got to Prescott, a great story. But I wanted to bring Tom in to talk a bit about uh, you've been on Prescott City Council. Yes. You've been with the building department with the county. I mean, uh, planning and zoning. Planning and zoning. Uh, So you're kind of in the know up there. Uh, What's your water condition in Yavapai County? I can remember not too long ago there was a huge issue in Chino Valley that was being all re adjudicated and everything are y'all are y'all okay with water do you have a pie yes we are to put it simply and, and it's it's not easy i mean there's a the level of conservation that people have been using within the city of prescott and in the surrounding area 
is pretty uh, it's been very very good. The gallons per day per consumption is actually down from when I was on city council. I think it's around the 130s, 130 gallons per person per day um, is what the consumption is. Whereas down here, you guys are probably three times that. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, the, that's hard to fathom. That uh, you look it up at least two and a half times. Yeah. At least two and a half times, and that's all all that's, consumption. That's manufacturing as well as you know swimming pools, all that kind of stuff. Nevertheless, in Yavapai County, it's not like down here. Down here, you all got SRP Salt River Project, and they pretty much have done a spectacular job at being able to secure massive water resources for the Phoenix and Maricopa County for their service area. Uh, they started back in the early 1900s. And uh, we have some water rights in the Yavapai County, uh, stream flows and things like that, washes, that uh, are the water belongs to SRP once it hits the wash. And uh, that's, that's pretty much the way that it goes. And, you know, the, uh, in Yavapai, though, most of our water comes from groundwater and also in, in Prescott area comes from groundwater as well as uh, conservation things. We recycle a lot of our water. And the sewer water comes down to the plants, gets treated to at least a tertiary level, and then that is used for irrigation and stuff and, and, and sent out to a lot of different places. Most of the golf courses are all using treated effluent for their irrigation, things like that. So that's, you know, the water's not lost. And using those conservation methods has really helped. But there are so many different sources of water. Uh, the city of Prescott has theirs. Prescott Valley has theirs. Chino Valley has is working off of the city of Prescott supplies Chino Valley. Dewey Humboldt Mayor does not have a particular water source. They are either using uh, Prescott Valley or they have their own wells. Just like Yavapai County in general, uh, most of the water comes from wells, you know, and wells are usually outside the active management area. And uh, those wells, you know, you you buy yourself a piece of property, drill a hole in the ground. Put a pump down there and start pumping up your water, and that's the well. They're unregulated, you know, other than the fact that you register them, and so that's where a lot of the straws in the ground. We used to call them the little straws yeah. in the ground. Yeah, it surprises me that that you can just purchase property and and get a permit and drill a well. I know, I, I if if I recall right, check my memory here, but it was I believe in the late 70s, early 80s, they wanted to start restricting water well drilling, make it a lot harder to poke all these little straws in the ground. And if my memory serves me right, it was Sam Steiger that put a stop to all that and said, we don't need to regulate water well drilling. Is my memory close? Pretty close. I think that <laughs> Sam was one of many voices in that thing. In the 19, that was the 1980 Groundwater Act. Yeah. And uh, that's what started what they call active management areas. Most of you in Maricopa County are in an active management area, just as Prescott is in an active management area. Inside the active management area in Prescott, Chino Valley, that area, uh, it's very, very restrictive as to what you can do and what you can't do with water. You have to prove um, a 100-year supply of water to be able to put in subdivisions, things like that. I've always wanted to see one of those reports that proved 100 years. How how do you prove a 100-year water supply for a, a major subdivision? I, I that it's, have it's you actually seen one of those it, reports. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it's 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 pretty straightforward science and math. I mean, it is uh if this is your gallons consumption per day on the average in this particular area right now, you know, then if you're going to put in uh that's per person per day, you have so many home people living in a home. 
you know, there's, it's math. A little toe-tapping, beautiful Arizona Saturday morning at my house. It's Rosie on the house. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Here with Tom Riley, Rosie's certified remodeling contractor, full-service design, build, remodeling, and building contractor up in Prescott. Been up there long enough to... to Long enough. Long enough. (laughs) Long Long enough. enough. Absolutely. It's a great place. Hey, uh, Tom, we've got Jim calling from Tucson with a window question. I know you've got some pretty strong opinion on windows as well as I do. So let's bring Jim into the conversation. Mr. Jim? Yes, hello. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I actually live in Salarita area. Okay. Tucson. Yeah. And so basically in the Rancho Salarita area, so homes can be anywhere from 14 to 20 years old. Anyway, they're calling to ask for recommendations, solutions. We have a lot of uh, the windows are beginning to leak with the monsoons. And it comes in, you know, some of them relatively pretty bad. I know that they're only contactor grade type uh, windows, but they're the, the sliders, the vinyl, vinyl frame sliders. So anyways, uh, preventing window leaks, solutions for that, please. Jim, can, can you tell me how old the house is? Uh, in this area, houses are anywhere from 14 to 20 years old. Okay. And you're in a vinyl window, and that's a stucco-sided home? Correct. Okay. Tom, you want to go first? <laughs> uh, no, I'll probably say something that's not safe for the radio. <laughs> Well, Jim, I can tell you personally I'm not a big fan of vinyl windows, okay? Um, yeah, particularly that generation of vinyl that's 14 to 20 years old. You're reaching the economic end of its life. Uh, but a window leak in a stucco home could be coming literally from four or five different places. And replacing windows in a stucco-sided home can be particularly tricky because of the way you have to flash it. Ordinarily, there are two ways to replace your windows. You take the glass frames out of the frame that you have now and you leave the frame that's buried in the stucco and then you do an over frame window and that way you're not getting into any of the stucco. It tends to be a very bulky-looking window. It doesn't. It. I, I'm not much for that look at all, but it is one option. And Jim, the other option is you take a four-inch grinder with a with a diamond bit on it, and you cut the stucco about eight to twelve inches away from the glass, and you have to get all the way down to the studs and to the siding that's underneath the stucco. And then you have to flash it and then stucco patch it. And it can be tricky because uh, you, you, you don't have the right stucco guy on the job. And it just screams at you that you've got this huge patch around every single window. But with all of that said, I'm a huge believer in the Pella windows. I love their fiberglass product called Impervia. I apparently am not the only one that loves them. 
I tried to order some just two weeks ago. The delivery time was nine weeks. <laughs> they have now, Romy, they've become uh, popular in the commercial world. So now hotels, motels, mm. uh, apart, large apartment. And Pella can't keep up with the demand. Um, but I love the Impervia. Jim, if I were you, I'd call Pella down in Tucson, have him come out, um, take a look at it. I, I would not trust this just to anybody because replacing vinyl windows in a stucco-sided home can be tricky, and there can be lots of mistakes made. Uh, would that window design also require uh, the, the grinding away, removing the removing the stucco from all around the window? Right. Yeah, you've got to get in there. And, and flash, because your stucco isn't waterproof. I think a lot of people make that mistake. They they think their stucco yeah. side wall is, is waterproof. But without the paint, the stucco actually takes a lot of moisture. And the paint really isn't waterproof. It's a shedding agent. Right. But that's not a waterproof agent either. So you've got the flashing that's back behind the stucco, either in a felt or a Tyvek wrap or something, that's keeping the moisture out of the house. And as soon as we cut that to set the new window, you violated all your water protection for the outside of your house. So yeah, you have to have somebody that's experienced in putting that all back together or this leaking problem is just the you know, you're just seeing the very beginning of it. I hope that helps, Jim. Give Pella a call. It is the open line hour, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. You can also text questions to four one one nine two three. Or if you need a little visual assistance, you can email a picture to info at rosieonthehouse.com. We're also joined by Tom Riley of Renovations, our Prescott Yavapai County general contractor remodeler and talking water resources. Next hour, we'll have all about water. And, and it's 920 break, so we've got to get rid of our uh, sports tickets. In the newsletter, there was a trivia question. What's the name of the app that allows you to manage your home the rosy way? If you don't have a home maintenance calendar, you can find it on our website at rosyonthehouse.com. Mouse over on homeowner resources and select calendar, then select August. And the answer somewhere on that. Text it to 411-923. Welcome back to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. And I don't know about you, but... I will take as much of this rain as we can get. Now, you got to take the good with the bad. When we, when Amanda, you know, she's got her fries app and she fills out what she wants and then she just goes and picks it up. You know, we don't have to go in the store. We don't have to park. We don't have to wait time. You just get your pickup time. They bring it out, put it in your vehicle. And we doubled up on our Jaws cleaning products because there isn't a single window at our home that you can see out of clearly. In fact, we're cleaning this weekend, Sha, and we've invited Bruce Yakko on, an inventor of Jaws Cleaning Product, because it's American-made. It saves tons of resources on plastic and transportation. And aside from your window cleaner, you guys have a great line of cleaning products for everything. And with dirty windshields, dirty windows, we've got mud tracking in the house. 
Absolutely. We've got Labor Day. We've got kids yep, going back yep, to school. Yep, all those good things. Yep. So t- tell us a little bit about the thought and the concept and, and the formula behind the JAWS cleaning system. Absolutely. So, so Romy, as you know, we wanted to create an environmentally uh, correct cleaning products that are designed for today's homes with all the newer modern materials in those homes. We wanted to deliver it in a way where you could reuse that bottle rather than having to recycle it after one use. We're making a big deal about plastic straws and plastic pollution in oceans and streams and rivers and all those kind of things. And and uh, recycling, it isn't an easy thing to do, so why not reuse? So rather than throw that bottle away after your first use, you'll simply refill it with your water. <laughs> Gary said, we're getting enough rain to fill up the Jaws containers. We don't even need to use the RO. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Insert a cartridge, which is about the size of a roll of nickels, that's filled with a concentrate. And again, an environmentally correct, safe for the kids and the pets and the services in your home, you insert it into the bottle. When you tighten down on the sprayer, it releases the concentrate into the water and then makes your next bottle a cleaner. <clears throat> Having a glass cleaner that Good Housekeeping said was the only one they didn't streak, there's no ammonia or alcohol or butyl in it, so that not only can you use it on your windows and things like that, but uh, big screen TVs, computer screens, iPads, all those modern screens that you have in your house. And then out there, because of the sunshine and the intense sunshine you have for so much of the year, it won't attack the adhesives on the UV protectants you have on your windows and your cars and the windows in your homes. Formulated, bottled, and packaged from Toledo, Ohio. It's sent locally to Arizona. You can find it in the Kroger's, which is our fries stores here. It's got a new design from when we originally started talking about it. The bottle itself actually looks like a drop of water. I think that was a very nice design enhancement. The LSU purple is the window glass cleaner. We, we appreciate using our, our team colors for that. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Absolutely. Darn right. The green so, one's your hardwood surface cleaner, which we've got hardwood floors in our home, and we use that constantly. And, and really, Romy, great on hardwood, but great on laminates, all these newer materials that you have. Uh, if you have marble, granite, stone floors, works great on that. Won't leave any residues behind. It's used in the White House because it won't attack the films on the floor, nor nor will it leave residues behind. And so it really is just an awesome, actually all of the JAWS products uh, will not leave streaks behind. So whether it's the glass or the TV you're cleaning, the floor that you're mopping, or the uh, bathroom glass door that you're cleaning with the shower cleaner, all the products do an awesome job in cleaning, do it in a very environmentally correct way, do it in a reusable way, you know, they really are modern-day cleaners for the modern-day home. You'll see the refill uh, attached right at the neck of the bottles. It's free with your first bottle. So for $4.59, you're getting two bottles of cleaner. If you don't have a fries in your backyard or you can't get out or don't have a way to do it, certainly go online at JawsCleans.com or your website to, to get your Jaws products. And when you say ecological, that's one stat that always stood out. Do I remember correctly what used to take 18 truckloads to transport the same. You can now do it in one truckload with the refillable cartridges. And it's actually, Romy, a 30 to 1. 30 so, to 1. So, Holy cow. So think cow. about the gas we're not using. That bottle that you just threw away or you recycled after one use, you fill that bottle halfway with oil. That's what it took to get it into your cabinet. And then after one use, we get rid of it. Well, buy a heavy-duty bottle like we provide that has long-term use. It's designed for 26 refills because it has a heavy-duty sprayer. You know, we really tried to think through and find a way to provide to today's consumers 
a product that is safe for their home, surfaces in the home, do it in an economical way. So normally you're paying a lot more for, for green formulas and green products. And, and get, get to Fry's and buy. And, again, if you can't find it there, uh, go online. We have kits, Romy. Uh, all four products do about 95% of the cleaning in your home. And um, for $19.99, you get that. And as another free, uh, if you get the $24 worth of stuff, we ship it free. Inventor and American entrepreneur Bruce Yakko, Jaws Cleaning Products. Thank you, sir. Romy, great to talk with you as always, and uh, glad you're getting some rains there in uh, Arizona. And we have been getting rains. And just this week, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal. I think I have it right here. I'll quote it. That the Southwest economy is in jeopardy based on the Bureau of Land Management's declaration that we have a 52% chance of going into Tier 1 rationing on the Colorado River. And this could undermine the Southwest's economy. That's Wall Hmm. Street Journal. Interesting. Uh, Arizona Republic. The drought, no water shortage for 2019. (laughs) That was 2019. That was in Friday's paper. Uh, and then, uh, Tom, this this has to do with you in an indirect way. Arizona Supreme Court approves a 7,000 rooftop subdivision in Sierra Vista. Gonna 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 drill a hole, pretty big hole in the ground, and people are worried that's gonna drain the San Pedro River. I mean, Prescott. Y'all are fighting that with the big Chino, and if y'all dip your straw in the water, you're going to dry up the Verde River, and all of us here are not going to have any water. You, we got to watch you guys up there upstream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you guys stopped feeding water hogs down here, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Uh, but, yes, you're right. Uh, the, the controversy right now, um, ever since the 1980 Groundwater Act has been in, Prescott has had the right and retained the right to be able to go to the Big Chino and import water. Prescott's in an active management area. Big Chino is not in an active management area. So you need to have that adjudicate that needed to be in the in the act itself, the federal act, in order for us to be able to do that. Well, that's it's a right that's there. It's been given and uh when we try to go out and do that, when from Prescott, if you try to go out there and do that, there is a lot of folks that say, well, no matter what you do in the Big Chino, you're going to draw down the Verde River. It's considered the headwaters of the Verde River. Well, it, it does contribute to the Verde River. There's no question about that. And I can bring you up there and show you exactly where, <laughs> where the water starts coming out of the cracks in the rocks. You know, and, but it's not the only contributor. And where we are, where Prescott is in the um, far west end of the Big Chino Valley, where they're going to be taking it, uh, will probably have very, very little effect on the Verde River. In the past, there have been a number of different uh, agricultural f- events out there that have caused, you know, that, that used thousands and thousands of acre-feet of water a year. And a lot of those have been retired, you know, and the effect of them not using it has not been great on the Verde River. That's the same thing. There are other, there are other contributors to the Verde River and, and what have you. But that's the controversy, and it's very hard to prove. I mean, you can see the cracks in the rocks as well as anybody. But uh, in the Big Chino, there is, anecdotally at least, there's a clay plug between the well that Prescott would do and the headwaters of the Verde River. The clay plug is controversial because it hasn't been proven scientifically. But I will tell you, you talk to any rancher that has ever been in the Big Chino (laughs) and anybody who bought land on that clay plug, and they sit there in the Big Chino, and they put a hole in the ground for their well, and they can't get any. 
they have to haul their water. And that's in an area where there's one of the biggest aquifers around. Wow. So, you know, anecdotally, the, the clay plug does exist. And uh, the clay plug meaning you can't get through to the water? Well, basically, if you imagine a bathtub, mm-hmm. okay, and the big chino's a bathtub, okay, if you take a pile of clay and put it in the middle of the bathtub and build a wall there, you have one side has water, the other side has water. And if you open up the drain, the back side of the tub isn't going to drain. Mm-hmm. You know, except that there's little cracks in the clay and what have you. And that's pretty much what you're looking at in the Big Chino. I mean, that's a, sort of a simplistic way of describing it, but that's where that is. The um, the city of Prescott had one point in the same thing. Sam Steiger was, uh, you know, he's just a great guy. He's a character. <laughs> Sam Steiger uh, was congressman, I believe, at the time that the Groundwater Act went in, and he felt he needed to bring something home to his constituents, so he got us a cap allocation, Central Arizona Project allocation. Now, of course, there's no physical way to get the water from— That'd be tough to get water up to y'all. Yeah, we'd have to be a pipeline. that ditch. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Prescott ended up selling its uh, water allocation to Scottsdale. To another character, Herb Drinkwater. Yep, and uh, that's how that <laughs> he happened. He sold water rights to a guy named Drink. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that happened. The, uh, they offered us the most money. Um, SRP should have gotten the allocation, but should have, would have, could have had an if. Tell you stories I've known from some people on the water board. I don't remember many of them, but I just remember eavesdropping and being fascinated hearing the Hart family talk about you know the years of counsel that they spent on the water commission and how deals are made and the reasons for it and how priorities set and you know just somehow it's always tied back to following the money that's pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. Well, we've got a we've got a lot of water in Arizona. And yes, we do. As far as I know, there's only two counties that have some exposure to shortages in the foreseeable future. That's Mojave and Cochise, or opposite ends of the state. Uh, that's what I've been told. But generally speaking, Arizona has it's like water. Use it wisely. Uh, you know, there's enough there's enough to use, not enough to waste. We've got plenty of water. In Arizona. So uh, we're in much better position than California, Nevada, Utah. I, now, I don't I'm, mind them thinking we don't I over know. there in the keep Wall Street away. Journal. Yeah, keep, that's exactly <laughs> right. And we're here visiting on the topic with Tom Riley, who I knew would be able to bring a new dimension to the conversation as it relates to Yavapai County and Cocodino County as well. Uh, Tom is our Rosie Certified Full Service Design Build Renovations is his company in Prescott. Uh, Tom, y'all have done a lot of work for second homeowners that uh, you know have been listening to us here in town for thirty years. Oh and, my goodness, uh, we, yes. We were always being questioned, Rosie. Do you know anybody you know in Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino? And so we got to know Tom, and we sure appreciate how you've taken care of all the people we sent up there to you. We've gone as far as Munns Park. To take care of uh, some of the rosy, rosy listeners, they've they've called us and we've done a lot of work up in that area, and uh, it's it's always interesting to to listen to somebody when they when they call us up and they find out that we're rosy certified. It's okay, we're done looking. We found the guy, <laughs> you know, well, and so that's it's it's always great to have that. Well, we were certainly fortunate to find you, and we appreciate all you've done in keeping the rosy certified. Uh, name uh, where we worked so hard to get it. I'm going to take a little break here, and then we're going to come back. We've got a couple callers online, and then we're going to wrap up our conversation with Tom here on water in Arizona, as well as those of you with second homes in Yavapai and Coconino County. You need to know Tom Riley. 
Our topic in the month of August at Roselle Nows has to do with water, and we're here trying to convince you all that we have plenty to use, not enough to waste. Well, uh, Tom's had a quote earlier. What was that, Tom? Beers for drinking? Oh, no. And- it's a, actually, it's not my quote. It's, it's Will Rogers. <laughs> said out here in the West, liquor's for drinking, water's for fighting. Well, <laughs> that being said, next time y'all cover this topic, you can come back here and call screen, and I will come out there and do the interview. <laughs> What's going on back there I had behind the my glass? My phone, I had one individual in particular who was very upset about the whole topic. So started in the 8 o'clock hour. So anyway, I have call, caller ID, so I know when not to answer now. <laughs> and okay. they were upset because we weren't making the situation dire enough? Yeah, I went back to the landscape hour talking about grass and stuff. Uh-huh. And we shouldn't uh, have grass in Arizona. No, and, and he's from Tucson, so he's really upset that we, uh, you know, we're hogging it all up here. <laughs> so anyway. Well, uh, Tom's, Tom's upset about the same C- thing. <laughs> well, the CAP goes all the way to past Tucson. That's where we get... Well, sorry you had to deal with aggravated phone callers and, and listeners. And it's just the fact of the matter is Arizona is in very good hands because of foresight of some folks early in this last century that built the dams, established the CAP. We've got a good water supply. You know, the former president of the Arizona Farm Bureau, Kevin Rogers, has made a statement. He said, because of the lack of water, we had to think of solutions where people like California took it for granted for years and they're out in trouble, but we've got all this grandfathered legislation because we had to think our way through it where the people just took it for granted and it put us in a better position than other other states. Yeah, it kind of boils down to you're going to build a city in a desert. Hmm? <laughs> I get eight inches of rain a year. So some forethought went into that, I'm sure. Well, I've seen plans of uh, pipelines from Puerto Penasco, taking it out of the Gulf of California. And I've also seen plans of uh, coming down from the Columbia River. Now, if I were going to have my choice, I'll take the pipeline <laughs> from the Columbia River. <laughs> Always go upstream. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. They're already having problems with the uh, with the Colorado River and you know the watershed from there, and that's what a lot of the stuff's been talking about. And in Yavapai County, we don't get any of our water from the Colorado River. It comes from groundwater, recirculation, uh, reuse of water, and uh, it also comes from rainwater harvesting to some extent, and there's a process that we go through where a municipality inside an active management area uh, can go out to and buy a, re, retire agricultural irrigation rights and use that amount that the farm was using. They're no longer going to be using it. Then you can buy that irrigation right and that amount of water that was being used and use that in your water portfolio. How are you all doing permit-wise? Up in Yavapai County, what what are you having to do? Uh, what what kind of projects are you working on right now? And how what's your status for getting permits? Um, it's getting a lot better in Yavapai County than it has been in the past. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's getting a lot better. Um, we're I think they're striving to get it down to two weeks. Right now, they're probably hovering at about three, maybe four weeks. And uh, there was up at one point, it was up to eight weeks. Oh, yeah, man. and it was just like man, it was just killer for cash flow. Yeah, but. Uh, We've, it's getting improved. The city of Prescott's really good. The town of Prescott Valley has always been great, as well as the town of Chino Valley. 
and uh, the city does a very good job out there, and the county is starting to hold up its own. So it's getting better. Yeah, y'all's workload is good? Yeah, right now, well, yeah, we could always use more. What are y'all doing right now? We are finishing up a garage addition, a two-story garage addition for storage up above. We have just started a major addition for a uh, small ranch house um, out in near Skull Valley, and uh, we're doing an addition there for an art collection room, and then we're doing a series of minor addition, minor uh, works for um, uh, kitchen, a uh, couple of baths. If y'all want to see Tom's work, he's got a great website at renovationsaz.com with a beautiful gallery of the work that he's done. Not only have I always wanted to steal your line, your dream home is right under your feet, but your website is done very well. Well, thank you. I'll have to get Christina good. Uh, I'll let her know that uh, she's done a great job. Real quick, if folks wanted to get a hold of you to t- care for their second home in Yavapai or Coconino County, or someone from up there wanted to get a hold of you for a remodeling project, how would they do that? Well, there's several ways. One would be go to, to go to the Rosie on the House website and type in my name, Tom Riley, and you'll get to our place. The other place is uh, you can call us at 928-445-8506, or you can call it, get a hold of us through uh, Tom at renovationsaz.com. Yeah, y'all ought to go to renovationsaz.com. Just take a look at our website. So I have absolutely some beautiful work. Well, Tom, Thank thanks you. a million for coming down and, and sharing with our listeners your knowledge on the water supply of Yavapai County. It's a it's a question I, 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 I just knew you and Prescott and Chino Valley were having some kind of a little water fight up there for a little while, and Thanks for bringing some clarity to it. You bet. All right. Thank you for having me. You betcha. We're, we're going to stay on the topic of water here in the next hour, and we're going to bring in some, a water treatment specialist from All About Water, our Rosie Certified Water Treatment Specialist serving Maricopa County. If you've got questions, if you're confused about what water treatment is, if you're confused about salt or saltless, we're going to answer those questions here in the next hour. Stay tuned. 